ready? Are you ready, Brian? Uh, here we go. I'm so ready. ready. <laughs> it's just another thirsty Thursday, but only one more day till Friday, and that's one day away from Saturday, and Saturday is even better than Sunday. It's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday. It's Thursday. It's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday. It's Thursday. Thursday. Thursday's the day we take for granted because we know our Friday plans could be slanted. But today's only two days from the weekend and only 36 hours from hanging with our friends. And something tells me this day will go fine. And for dinner, I think I'll have a glass of wine. Because it's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday. It's Thursday. It's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday. It's Thursday. It's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday. It's Thursday. This is the... I didn't have bongos. Right, you should have okay. told me. I could have got you some. Okay, all right. Thursday. Over the hump day. It's Thursday. The end of the sight day. It's Thursday. Got real weird. It could be a worse day. It's <laughs> Thursday. The Randy Hughes is brewing more beer. Day. Thank you, Randy Hughes. There it is, folks, the original version of the Thursday song from our old friend Scrady, used to be a part of the program, asked him to write a song about Thursdays, kick off the show, and that's what he came up with. The guy who doesn't know how to play guitar or didn't bring his bongos. (laughs) Or sing. Hey, he gave it his all. Mm -hmm. The old college try. Yes. And uh, for years after, we would have our friends like Andy Hughes or Adam Palm or whomever, come in and re-record the Thursday song a little more professionally. But that is the original from our guy Scrady from many, 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 many years ago with the Thursday song. To kick things off on a Thursday morning. Got Shaw in the newsroom for uh, for three ways. And, uh, of course, Bad News Happy Music. Going to play somebody's effing song in just a bit. What else, Gene? What else is going on? Well, it depends on where you are, whether you got snow or not. Now We we did it, get snow, but it didn't stick around. Not for us, depending on where you're at. Now, south of Eau Claire, I know that there's a couple inches. Viroqua had an inch and a half. Um, some areas, uh, you know, for Richmond, New Richmond, I guess, had like four to five. So an inch in Mauston could be slick where you're traveling this morning. Yeah, slow down, get where you're going safely. Here in uh, the La Crosse area, we only got some rain and then a little bit of snow, but none of it stuck. I mean, maybe on a windshield or two, but... Mm -hmm. About an inch and a half in Rochester, so it really just depends on where you're traveling this morning. All right. We'll get to some Papa Roach in a couple of minutes, and we'll hear from Scott Robert Shaw. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. We have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person. Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22. We're still working on a total number of victims. This is still an active investigation. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. 
It's happened again. Mm-hmm. This time, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade slash celebration. I'm watching it on TV. I see Jason Kelsey drunkenly singing <laughs> Friends in Low Places. It looks like a lot of fun. And then all of a sudden, shots ring out. And one person is dead. As of right now, 21 other people injured. And another mass shooting here in America. What do we know besides that, Shaw? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration has become the latest backdrop for a mass shooting as gunfire sent fans scrambling for cover and left 21 people wounded and one woman dead. At least eight children were among those who were shot. The shooting outside the city's historic Union Station happened despite the presence of more than 800 police officers on hand for the parade. Police say three people were taken into custody and firearms were recovered, but no details have been given about those who were detained or a possible motive. Uh, the victim included a Kansas City radio station DJ named Lisa Lopez, who died of a gunshot wound in that shooting. A Holman woman is pleading not guilty to a reckless homicide charge and a drug-related death. Rachel Brockway will be scheduled for trial in the death of a male friend last February. Brockway is accused of supplying heroin, apparently mixed with fentanyl, to the victim who died after taking the drug in a local parking lot. She remains in the La Crosse County Jail under a $200,000 cash bond. Brockway's next court hearing is March 28th. If no politician is completely happy and both parties are met, then it's probably a good deal. That sums up what was Wisconsin Common Causes Jay Heck said, explaining the play by Republicans who controlled the legislature to willingly pass Governor Tony Evers' new voting maps. Republicans are not happy. They'll lose what's nearly a two-third majority in both houses in a state that's very 50-50 otherwise. But Heck explains Democrats aren't happy either. They're totally fair. All of the maps before the Supreme Court would result in a much better balanced legislature than we have now. It just turns out that the Evers maps were not as democratic as the democratic maps for him. Hack, who met with the governor yesterday, said Evers will be signing those maps into law, which means a court challenge is now unlikely. The idea of a civilian review board for La Crosse County comes back before the county board at tonight's meeting. The agenda includes a resolution to appoint five to seven members to a committee that would review law enforcement activities within the county over a two-year trial period. That proposal was presented to county board members earlier this month and follows studies already conducted by another county committee. The county board meets at 6 o'clock tonight at the La Crosse County Administrative Center. Three-way with Shaw. How was your Valentine's Day din-din that you and Mary had? It was good. Yeah, we did some uh, fettuccine Alfredo, some blackened chicken, a nice Caesar salad, and it was good. Look at you. Mm -hmm. And you? Uh, Well, I I went uh, after work. I went home, and I sat in my massage chair for an hour in the dark. To just kind of get my head straight. I've, okay. I've had a rough couple of months, personally. I don't mm-hmm. particularly want to get into too much of it. But, uh, yeah, and then I had to go pick up some money that I won uh, on a spooky spin, Shaw. Oh, congrats. You have to go pick it up? They don't just give it to you at the time? Well, there are several different versions of how you collect your money when you went on uh, a spooky spin. Some bars always pay you the next day. They'll never give you money the day of, right? Some bars will pay you day of because they want you to reinvest obviously makes sense right especially if it's a smaller jackpot or something you know a couple hundred bucks uh, a lot of bars don't want to have that money on hand obviously um and then 
when you win the real big ones, Shaw, they're never going to pay you the day of. So you oh, got to go back. And I, I hit a, a decent size one. So I went and picked up my money and then I started to reinvest. And then I hit a really, really, really big one. Um, so I, I texted the wife and I said, hey, instead of having just pork loin on the grill <laughs> and some taters, which mm-hmm. is going to be dinner tonight. I said, let's go out and uh, grab some dinner, and we went to Diggers. Oh, nice. And sat at and the bar. you got in on Valentine's Day? Well, so we sat at the bar. We always, we I prefer to sit at the bar no matter where I go, uh, especially at restaurants. I just feel like having that ability to talk to the bartender slash waiter person mm-hmm. every single time they walk by, it's beneficial, right, to the experience. I understand that servers are busy and they got to run around, but a lot of times, you know, you're sitting there, you're waiting for them to come by, you need something, whatever. You don't want to risk your drink being empty. Um, yeah, so sort of like that. But we just, we just, you know, it's a little more chatty. You know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of an extrovert, Shaw, so it's nice to sit there. And we actually saw some friends of ours. I bought them a round of Mountain Dews. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Howard and uh, Teresa Becker, our friends. Uh, were there. They showed up for a Valentine's Day dinner, so I bought them a round of Mountain Dews. And That's nice. <laughs> yeah, we had a nice little nice little dinner, though, Shaw. It was good. really good. Congrats. I went with the filet. Good choice. Uh, it was cooked perfect. Always it was yep rare, and then I had scallops on the side. They also had, of course, the mushrooms. I... That that bread. I I, I don't know what the hell they're... What, where they get it from, like... It's got crack in it. I just can't... It's I, very addicting. It's hard not to eat all the bread. I know. I don't know what they do. I gotta get. I gotta figure it out because well, there's a lot of butter involved. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that always makes. it I delicious. think they cook it in the butter. You know what I mean? Like they just dunk it in there and soak it <laughs> in the butter, and then they slice it up and crisp it in the you know in the salamander or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the hell's going on with that bu- that bread over there, but it is some of the best I've ever had. Uh, it's and it's just simple. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just like, garlic bread, but it's, it's a delicious. Ba- it's a baguette, you know, with some garlic butter on it. But yeah, it's it's good. Gene, how was your uh, Valentine's Day dinner? Did you uh, did you guys do anything romantic or just sort of? No. Uh, no. I had a friend visit. Actually, the, there was a couple people that came over. So we made um, dinner, stuffed peppers, and then it all got eaten. So then after everybody. No leftovers, huh? Well, and Mike and I hadn't eaten yet. <laughs> so then we ordered a heart-shaped pizza and waited an hour and a half for that to get delivered. So. Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds about right for yep. a Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was great. All right. Rock Mornings. On air. <laughs> online. On the app. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Greta Van Fleet there. Safari song. Bucks at Memphis tonight. Taking on the Grizzlies. Final game before the All-Star break. Tip-off is at 7.30 on TNT. Speaking of the NBA All-Star break. It uh, begins Tomorrow. Tomorrow night at 6 p.m., the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game will be on ESPN, followed by the Rising Stars Game on TNT. Saturday, you've got the All-Star Saturday Nights on TNT, starting at 7 p.m., featuring the Skills Challenge, the Three-Point Contest, and the Slam Dunk Contest. And then on Sunday at uh, 12.30 in the afternoon on NBA TV, you've got the G League Up Next Game. And then the actual NBA All-Star game will be on Sunday night at 7.30 on TNT. Also on the hard court, Badgers ranked 20th in the nation. They'll be at unranked Iowa on Saturday. That uh, tips off at 1.15 on the Big Ten Network. Only six games left in the regular season for the Badgers. Badgers, by the way, just beat Ohio State earlier this week. 
snapping their four-game losing streak, and then Ohio State said, you know what, we're going to fire our head coach. Oh, really? I, <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with the loss yeah. of the Badgers, but obviously it didn't help. Uh, they fired their head coach, Chris Holtman, Ohio State, did, ending his tenure as the Buckeyes men's basketball coach just shy of his seventh season uh, in Columbus. The school announced that the firing, uh, uh, the firing yesterday and said associate head coach Jake Diebler uh, will serve as the Buckeyes' interim head coach for the rest of this season. And Iowa, the women's basketball team, playing yeah. at home against unranked Michigan tonight at 7 p.m. on Peacock. Caitlin Clark, eight points away from the Division I women's scoring title, all-time scoring title. So tune in tonight on Peacock to see Iowa take on Michigan. Uh, obviously, we talked earlier about the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. You can certainly go online and read more about that. Uh, But back to actual sports now. Ford sweeping the front row and qualifying for the Daytona 500 with former race winners Joey Logano and Michael McDowell shocking the powerhouse Hendrick Motorsports. Logano said, quote, this is all about the team. I'd like to take credit, but I can't. Super Speedway qualifying is 100% the car. Finally, someone else wins the pole. (laughs) <laughs> Hendrick drivers have won the pole at Daytona in eight of the past nine years. Domination. Yeah, but the team's highest qualifier last night was Kyle Larson in third. So Penske getting a nice little couple of spots there with Logano and McDowell. We'll talk racing tomorrow morning with Doc at about 825. Going to play somebody's effing song in just a few minutes. And if you want to get in touch with us, visit rockmornings.com. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That is Megadeth, We the People for Lance. That's his effing song. That's the effing song that he wanted to hear. So that's the effing song we played, Shaw. Congratulations, Lance. Also got a Facebook message just a moment ago. From someone listening in the UK. Really? Yeah. We got our map here in the studio. We've got listeners overseas. Uh, it's Kez, K-E-Z. I can't imagine that's an actual name. Probably short for something. Mackenzie. Maybe. It's Kez, though. K-E-Z, no N. Okay. Kez says, hi, can I request a song? I'm over in the UK. Been listening to you for years. Think the station is like... Nothing like anything else. I really enjoy it. Can I request Iron Maiden, the writing on the wall? Kez over in the UK. Why didn't you play their effing song? Because well, they didn't. They didn't do it on oh, the the, oh, the app or the webs. Oh, I see. What? No. <laughs> what? Well, we could. We could. I, I can wonder- still. I can do whatever the hell I want. That's a long distance dedication. Yeah. All right, Casey Kasem, keep it in your pants there. <laughs> uh, I can definitely do some Iron Maiden for Kez listening in the UK. In fact, we'll do it in just a bit. Thank cool. you, Kez. Interesting, Shaw. We've got people in Ireland mm-hmm. trying to look at the pins. We we years ago we printed this map, and then Dingus went out and bought instead of the push pins, the little ones. Mm-hmm. He bought sewing needle pins, <laughs> so they're like two inches long, and they stick out. And anytime <laughs> you walk by the map, the pins get like kind of brushed. To the side, and so it's kind of a disaster, which... not real accurate anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, I was hoping that at some point we could transfer that to an online map, 
so people can put a pin in, oh, sure. you know what I mean, on the, in an online situation and let us know where they're listening because we have, you know, people that listen on the app or on the website uh, from all over the, the world. Um, you know, we got Jay down in Kentucky. We've got our guys that go to work down, uh, you know, in Florida, like Sarge. He goes down to Florida all mm-hmm. the time to help out with disaster relief. So mm-hmm. it's always cool to see that stuff. So and Carl's in the U.K. Yep, our buddy Carl uh, is over in the UK as well. But, a lot of uh, military too. Oh yeah, plenty of military guys listening overseas. So, uh, yeah, I'll get to that uh, Iron Maiden in just a bit. But right now, it's Scott Robert Shaw. What's happening? Well, the first tornadoes ever recorded in Wisconsin in the usually frigid month of February caused more than 2.4 million dollars in damages. The tornadoes that ripped through Rock County on February 8th killed some cattle and hit about 30 homes. The director of Rock County Emergency Management says the damage estimates don't include agricultural impacts to silos barns and equipment. Two homes were destroyed. Ten suffered major damage. National Weather Service meteorologist Todd Shea discusses the phenomenon. It's never happened before, so you've got that working against you. But I will say in this case, the confidence that we are exactly going to have tornadoes wasn't quite there, but it was one of those that if the storms can be get strong enough, they're going to produce tornadoes and nothing else. I mean, it was pretty much a tornado or nothing kind of setup. The first ever February tornadoes in Wisconsin came three years after the region saw another first, the first ever December tornadoes. That was in 2021 when 27 tornadoes were spotted, including storms that knocked out the Rotary Lights Christmas display in La Crosse's Riverside Park. A trial will be scheduled in La Crosse County for Rachel Brockway on a charge of reckless homicide in the death of her boyfriend. The Holman woman is accused of providing the fatal drug dose taken by the victim last February. A medical examiner says the man died after using heroin mixed with fentanyl while he was in an area parking lot. Brockway entered a plea of not guilty yesterday and remains in the La Crosse County jail on a six-figure cash bond with another court hearing set for late March. The former mother-in-law of the woman who opened fire at a mega church in Houston, Texas, says she tried for years to alert authorities and others, including church staff, to her ex-daughter-in-law's mental health struggles. But Wally Carranza says no one seemed to listen or take action. She believes systemic failures and lax gun laws led to Sunday's shooting at celebrity pastor Joel Osteen's church. Police say Genesee Moreno entered the church with her seven-year-old son and opened fire. Two people were injured, including her son, who was shot in the head. That boy remains in critical condition but is said to be improving. Donald Trump is expected to be back in a New York courtroom for a hearing that could decide whether the former president's first criminal trial will begin in late March. Today's hearing is being held in the same Manhattan courtroom where Trump pleaded not guilty last April to 34 counts of falsifying business records. Prosecutors say the former president kept fraudulent records as part of a scheme to bury stories about extramarital affairs that Trump says were false. Trump's lawyers say the criminal case is politically motivated and marred by legal defects. The National Archives had to close its galleries to the public yesterday after two apparent climate activists dumped red powder on the protective encasement surrounding the U.S. Constitution. They didn't yeah. use soup? I thought that was like right. The, that's the new that's trend, the new right? Thing. They're on soup, right? Yeah, and this uh, was red powder. It happened around 2.30 yesterday afternoon. Security immediately detained the suspects, and police are investigating. Uh, the activists appear to be advocating for a livable climate for all, noting the principles under which the nation was founded. The building is expected to be open to the public again today. Three-way with Shaw in the newsroom for Kez, which is not the real name. It's it's a nickname, I'm guessing. Mm. Real name is Kieran. Oh. I like Kieran better. Sorry. It's a cool name. Iron Maiden, writing on the wall. 
Not often we get a chance to play six-minute songs in the morning, Shaw, so I'm going to take my opportunity, plus it's Iron Maiden. Rock mornings, only on 95.7 The Rock. That is for Kieran, listening in the UK, Iron Maiden, the writing on the wall. Get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. That's rockmornings.com. Thank you so much, Kieran. Good to have you listening. Absolutely. That's cool. What time is it over there right now? It's tomorrow, isn't it? I think so. Or yesterday. Are we in the future or are they in the future? <laughs> Which one is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. More from Shaw coming up. Bad news, happy music later on. Also got a text. From somebody who said, I sure do miss Grady and his shenanigans. So it's Brandon that texted that in. I said, we do too. Brandon asked if he's still on the radio. I said, no, unless he's got a side gig that I'm unaware of. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, our friend Maggie from Prairie du Chien says, love the original Scrady Thursday song. Huh. Thank you. I wonder much. how much uh, I haven't heard down in Prairie du Chien how much snow they got. But I do know um, about a half an inch in Lafarge, about an inch in Mauston. Doug says just under three on the south side of Eau Claire. Wow. So uh, a couple in Viroqua, it looks like a half inch in Holman. So it depends on where you're at. Four to five inches in New Richmond. Um, so the depending on where you're traveling today, you know, you could run into some stuff. But uh, but mild, isn't it? 36, 30, mid-30s? Yeah, so mid it's not going to be great, but it's, you know, better than yeah. normal February weather, I guess, if you want to call it that. This is kind of the new norm, right? We did get snow. It just didn't really. I mean, you might see it on your windshield if you go out to your vehicle here in La Crosse this morning, but it came down for, I don't know, maybe an hour mm-hmm. and uh, didn't really have a chance to, to stick to anything other than the vehicles. Although, you're, if you're driving, be careful. We've got some ACDC coming up in just a couple of minutes. Again, Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Rock Mornings, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. the single ladies live to be 109 because they got no stress <laughs> at least that's what 109 year old jenny libertini will tell you just turned 109 years old born on february 5th 1915 yeah 109 years old and she said, I lived this long because I was single my whole life and I didn't have to work. Not her about- whole life. Oh. Uh, her friends say the secret to her longevity is staying single for so long. She's been divorced for decades, so she has, quote, oh. no stress. <laughs> Just hangs out and plays a bunch of bingo. She's friends with everyone. She's the sweetest little thing since she came. She knows exactly what she wants to eat and she'll only eat what she exactly wants to eat. She's been without a man. <laughs> She's been divorced probably for 80 years. No stress. No stress. How do you live to be 109? Play some bingo and get rid of that man. Get divorced at 29 and then live another 80 years? Is that the deal? 109 years old. She eats what she wants to eat. Yeah, I bet she does. She's uh, busy playing bingo at Little Sisters of the Poor, St. Martin's Home in uh, Cadensville, which is outside of Baltimore. Uh, she comes from humble beginnings. She's a first-generation American who was I'm born sure. to Sicilian parents, so they come off the boat, and here she is 109 years later, kicking ass, taking names. Went on to become a wife, a mother, one of the first women hired by the Social Security Administration. That's pretty cool. 
And now life is a lot simpler because she's been divorced for so damn long. And she just plays bingo and eats what she wants. Yep. Woman a few words now, doesn't really spek very much, but as you heard her there, uh, you know, People no like stress. being around her. She's got good Friendly, energy. Knows yeah. what she wants to eat, likes to play bingo, all that stuff. The uh, manager over there at the at the home that she lives at says she loves Italian food. She knows exactly what she wants to eat, and she will only eat what exactly she wants to eat. Well, yeah, Sicilian yeah. parents. Can you imagine them? The delicious oh. Italian food. Mm. Yeah. Jenny Libertini, 109 years old. Here is a uh, another great story that had a very dark start, but finished... Wonderfully, after a dog was found with its mouth zip tied. I don't know who does these things with the duct tape and the zip ties to animals, but you uh. need to get buried under the prison. You're not even worthy of a prison cell in three hots and a cot. You are a disgusting excuse for a human being. So somebody if you was- do that kind of abuse oh. to animals, any abuse, I should say. But I mean, you know, you I come know. across a dog and it's got its mouth zip tied shut. I know. That's what's wrong with you. Well, a police officer who found this dog has now adopted the yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a zip tie tied tight around his mouth. Hi, come here. Hi. You're so pretty. Hi. All right. Come on. Let's get you cut out. Come here. Yeah, they're coming. Yep. Yep. Let's go for it. All right. This is in South Bend, Indiana. Police department says the dog was found with a zip tie secured uh. tightly around its snout last week. Has now been officially adopted by an officer there, Stephanie Northcutt. The South Bend Police Department in a Facebook post said, quote, Officer Northcutt said she knew the moment she laid eyes on the pup that he was the perfect addition to her family. The dog, now named Zeus, spent some time bonding with the Northcutt's other dogs before Officer Northcutt made it official with the folks of the South Bend Animal Resource Center. The people at the Animal Resource Center say it's unlikely that Zeus will suffer any long-term physical effects from his injuries and is doing extremely well. The police department there says Zeus is actually the second dog that Northcutt has rescued while on the job. She's got a knack for it, man. (laughs) Quote, she joked that the dispatchers at St. Joseph County 911 should stop sending her to animal calls because she will soon run out of room at <laughs> yep. her house. Gonna need a bigger Sounds place. Sounds like someone I know, Gene. What? Taking all the strays. What? Yeah. Uh, the video of the dog, it looks like a brown, like a like a brown Weimaraner almost. Mm-hmm. Short hair, sleek body. Mm-hmm. It's got that kind of Weimaraner look to it, but uh, beautiful chocolate brown colored dog and just... Now going to live his best life. Very much so. Zeus is going to have it all he wants. Yeah, the video, there's video of, of, you know, the body cam footage of them coming across the dog and then removing the zip tie. And then, of course, there's now a video of her adopting the dog and all that stuff. But there you go. Right in the hashtag feels this morning. More from Shaw coming up. Also some uh, 7 Mary 3. If you want to get in touch with us, visit rockmornings.com. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. The inventor of Pop-Tarts has passed away. I found out about it when the news popped up on my feed. When his family was informed, they crumbled. Instead of a body bag, the mortician placed him side by side with another corpse and wrapped them in mylar. 
His wife got her hair done for the funeral and had it frosted. Some said he was a crusty old man. Others said he was always eager to rise to the occasion. Rather than being buried, he asked to be cremated and wanted to be lightly toasted on both sides. He's not just dead, he's toast. Reporting from the funeral of the inventor of Pop-Tarts, I'm Craven Strawberry. (laughs) The man credited with inventing Pop-Tarts, William Bill Post, passed away at the age of 96. Good life. One of seven children born to Dutch immigrants. Okay. At the age of 16, began working part-time washing trucks at a biscuit company, according to his obituary. After serving in the Army Air Corps and occupied Japan during World War II, he would eventually return to the biscuit company at the age of 21 to work full-time as the personnel manager while also assisting in sales and production along with many other elements of the business. Fast forward 20 years, Bill is now the plant manager at this biscuit company. Later known as Keebler, by the way. They started out as Heckman, but then became Keebler. Uh, Welcome some executives from Kellogg's who asked if he thought it would be possible for Keebler to create a new product that they had in mind. And he said, hold my beer. (laughs) Boom, Pop-Tarts. Have you ever seen the Brian Regan? Brian Regan, Pop-Tart? Pop-Tart comedic thing. Remove from pouch, put in... (laughs) Toaster, like you have to have all these instructions <laughs> right. to make it hot. Just wow, it there are warnings <laughs> on commercials for people driving cars on the moon, which yeah. is not even don't try this at home, even a possibility. <laughs> yes, by professionals, got it, understood. That's how stupid we are. Frosted cherry, by the way, is my favorite. Mm. Yeah, I that stra- strawberry cherry, I guess. I'd, I, I told you before, I eat. I, Frosted though, I, I don't eat, want. I don't oh want no, those. it's got to have the frosting. But I eat pop tarts weird, weird. Like cold? I, I will. I don't really care. I'm not cold. I mean, you know, room temperature because obviously that's out of the package, right out. No, what I do, Shaw, is I break off the crust around All the, the edge. Way to, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that every bite has frosting on it. No, I throw the crust away because I don't like that part. <laughs> and then what I do is I start to sort of delicately pick and try to un like to, sort separate, of like separate? separate the back from the front. And then I like finger scoop all the goo out and eat that, and then I eat the, and then I kind of ball up the other two set aside and then eat them. Yeah, you do eat them weird. I have not had one, and I couldn't even tell you the yeah, last. My wife either. has a couple in the house. I don't, and I, but I. Yep. That that was my method of of, of eating pop tarts for years when I was a kid. <laughs> Maximum sugar and <laughs> you know like gratification. Mm-hmm. That's what I was all about, Shaw, when it came to those Pop-Tarts. But, yeah, the guy who apparently invented Pop-Tarts now dead at the age of 96. Have some Pop-Tarts. We got a little bit of snow this morning here mm-hmm. in La Crosse. It uh, didn't stick to much of anything other than maybe your windshield. Uh, it did rain a bit during the overnight as well, but Eau Claire got a couple of inches. They did, yeah. Uh, it was the uh, snowstorm that wasn't, apparently, at least around here. La Crosse was bracing for up to three inches of snowfall overnight, but we're waking up to see just a dusting on the ground. Officially, the city got just over an inch. In Eau Claire, three and a half inches of new snow fell. While the Twin Cities saw some of its first snow of the year, they got about 5.6 inches in the metro area. 
Lacrosse could see its coldest weather so far in February over the next couple of days. The Weather Service says the temperature is likely to remain around 30 for much of today. Tomorrow's high may be in the upper 20s with a Friday night low in the teens. Lacrosse's low for the month so far has been 21 degrees, set almost two weeks ago. Before last night's snow, Lacrosse had received no measurable snow since the storm of January 12th and 13th. The forecast calls for a warm-up again over the weekend with temperatures back in the 40s by Sunday. Yeah, boy. A lacrosse man has been arrested after being identified as a suspect in a drug overdose death in Monroe County. 18-year-old Malik Guerra was charged with first-degree reckless homicide. Guerra is accused of selling the fentanyl that caused the overdose death of a 41-year-old Sparta woman last November. He's in jail on a $10,000 cash bond. First Lady Jill Biden will be in Wisconsin tomorrow. She'll spend the afternoon in Green Bay at the Rail Yard Innovation District. The White House says she will be part of a roundtable spotlighting efforts to expand career-connected learning in high school and college. And the Winona Sheriff's Department is warning people about recent scam calls made to residents of that county. Oh boy. The callers claim to be from the Winona Police Department and demand money or gift cards to avoid being arrested. The scam Come calls on. would say their targets have a warrant for their arrest or that they missed jury duty. They stress that no police department will ever call and request money over the phone. As crazy as that all sounds, Shaw. Once, once in a while, it must work. Huh? Yeah. It must work. Yep. And I told you the story of my, my wife's cousin who didn't register her dogs on time and then got a note in the mail that she had to appear in court for it. And when she, it, but she was in Florida at the time when the thing came in the mail. And by the time she came back, oh. there was a bench warrant oh, goodness. issued for her arrest. And she got arrested like b- while she was driving the kids. The cop pulls her over and finds it in it over dog tags. <laughs> okay. A $12 charge right here in this town. Lock them up. So I can understand why people would be like, oh. What's going on? With the cops calling Sounds and official. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, you think that it's just something stupid, but then you're like, Happened to somebody I know. Something like that. Uh, Young Sheldon. I think it's the final season, right? That premieres tonight on CBS. Do you watch that, Sean? No, I haven't. Bazinga? Nope. No? You watch the other one? Big Bang? No, I didn't get into that either. Uh, Third season premiere of Ghosts on CBS. That actually kind of looks funny. Seen that one? Mm -hmm. I've seen the previews. People living in the house with the Mm -hmm. ghosts. Uh, Second season premiere of So Help Me Todd on CBS tonight as well. So a bunch of premieres. Queen Latifah is going to be on with Jimmy Fallon. Lionel Richie will be on with Jimmy Kimmel. It's actually Lionel. <laughs> Did you watch the We Are the World thing on Netflix? No, no I not seen yet. It. I saw that pop up and Yeah, says... so there's a special now on the song We Are the World. About the making of it. Yeah. Yep, and uh, it's it, I think it's called The Greatest Night in Pop. And uh, <laughs> it's Lionel Richie really telling the story of how it all came together. And it was him and Michael Jackson who really kind of started it after they got, you know, asked to do something. And... Michael refers, we all call him Lionel Richie, right? Yeah. Michael, Michael calls him Lionel the whole time. And he tells a couple of really funny stories about being at Michael's house. As weird as Michael looks and we think he is, Lionel knows, all, you know, Lionel Richie knows all about it. He told a couple of funny stories. Uh, Billy Joel going to be on with Colbert. And America Ferrara going to be on with Seth Meyers tonight. So that's what's on TV. The uh, Iowa State Iowa women are on Peacock. Uh, yeah, I believe that's the channel. Seven o'clock tonight against yep. Michigan as Caitlin Clark goes for the all-time women's scoring record. Yeah, and the uh, Bucks will be on TNT for their final home game or final game of the of the uh, first half of the season before the All Star break this weekend. Thank you, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Get back to you in a bit. Rock mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw.
<laughs> I thought he was going to fall off the stage. Blame it all on I know everything ended sadly, obviously, with the shooting yeah. at the parade yesterday with the Kansas City Chiefs and their fans. But leading up to that... At one point, there was a... I, I wasn't paying attention, and then the bartender flipped it over to the live coverage and turned it up, and I got to see it live as Kelsey sang... Friends in low places. And you thought he was going to fall down? And I, he looked like he was, and it's hard to call it singing. He was just kind of yelling into a <laughs> microphone. But, uh, yeah. and I've been there before. Who am I to judge, right? If you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. Uh-oh, lyric change. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last one they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise, that fear in their eyes. And we took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. I got friends in love. Wow. Yeah. So there was that. <laughs> and as I turned and looked at the TV, I saw him start to stumble, and I thought, oh, boy, he's going down. Obviously, the Chiefs parade marred by the shooting that occurred yesterday. One person dead, 21 others wounded by gunfire. In a mass shooting at the end of the Chiefs Super Bowl parade, three people Detained are under investigation. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves said during a news conference of the people that were wounded by gunfire, eight were in immediate life-threatening condition, seven were in life-threatening condition, and six had minor injuries. Kansas City Fire Chief Ross Grundyson uh, speaking at a news conference said, quote, I'm angry at what happened today. Weren't all, many of them children too my understanding was yeah. a, a number of them were under 16 years old yeah the woman who died uh, was killed apparently a radio DJ a mom of two yeah well. Kansas City radio station KKFI said one of its DJs Lisa Lopez Galvin who is the host of Taste of Tejano died in the shooting apparently mother of two mm-hmm. there were some heroes Obviously, EMTs, police, bystanders, and a tackled, bystander yeah. who tackled the uh, alleged shooter. We tackled him. We tackled him. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him, and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Because as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. Three people taken into custody, right? One of them tackled by bystanders essentially and i saw a video some video footage of it yeah. last night uh that was paul Contreras, who was caught on camera right after the mm-hmm. tackling happened telling the story of how it all went down for him just a reaction he said he's got he was there with his daughters by the way oh, and yeah. it just it just, just is fight or flight and, kicks yep. in and fight obviously is what he chose could have prevented even more loss of light I, yeah awful just everything about it's awful uh, elsewhere in sports, as we mentioned earlier, Bucks will be uh, at Memphis tonight, 730 on TNT. That'll be the final game before the All-Star break this weekend. Badgers are at unranked Iowa on Saturday at 115 on the Big Ten Network. And the big one, of course, is Caitlin Clark tonight. Eight points 
That's all she needs. To break the record. Number four, Iowa. At home against unranked Michigan, that place is going to be packed. 7 p.m. tip, by the way, on Peacock. If you want to watch that game. It's going to be lit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be wild in there. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. We got some Tim Montana in a few minutes. And today, by the way, is uh, National Wisconsin Day. Yay! And in honor of that, like we did last week with National Iowa Day, we'll give you some interesting information about the state of Wisconsin. Okay. More on that in a bit. Rock mornings on your rock station. It is National Wisconsin Day, Shaw. So have a beer and eat a cheese curd? Brat. Sure. Wear a foam hat. Hmm. That looks like cheese. Some interesting facts about the state of Wisconsin. Okay. Much like we did last week with Iowa, Shaw. The uh, capital, of course, is... Ah, uh, Madison. Had me worried there. For oh, of course. I just... That was such an obvious one. Was not always the capital. Did you know that? I think I did. Yeah. Uh, was not always the capital. It is now, though, obviously. Capital building. Mm-hmm. It's in Madison, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin admitted to the Union on May 29th, 1848, as the 30th state in the Union. The first ever ice cream sundae served in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, way back in 1881. Supposedly. Right. There's some fights about that. Marathon County produces nearly all of the ginseng grown in the U.S. Mm. Yes. And about 10% of the world's supply. Wow. Well. Ginseng. Did I say it? Mm-hmm. The ginseng? Ginseng. Or is the Sing. Yogging? <laughs> Jay might be silent. Uh, Barbie. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Yeah. Hails from the fictional, fictional, fictional town of Willows, Wisconsin. Mm. Did you know that? No, no I never heard that. No? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, she's living the glam life. Barbie Dreamhouse and Malibu Barbie and all these other Barbies. But supposedly. But bitch is Midwestern. <laughs> <laughs> Famous people that were born and hailed from Wisconsin include Kurtwood Smith from that 70s show, Red Foreman. Puts oh, and asses. I think I knew that. Yep, yep, yep. Harry Houdini. You can visit the uh, History Museum at the castle, the Harry Houdini, right? Is that in Baraboo? Is that the no, that's, that's the, a, that's that, the, the uh, Barnum and Bailey, uh, or the Ringling Brother uh, yep. is in Baraboo. Uh, architect Frank Lloyd Wright. Yep. From Wisconsin. Yep. Spring Green area. Farley. Chris Farley. Of the Chris variety. Mm-hmm. Georgia O'Keefe, the artist. Orson Welles. Wow. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yes. Museum devoted to her life in Wisconsin. There is. Liberace. <laughs> Actor Mark Ruffalo. Les Paul. Guitar yeah. guy, yeah. There's a ton of others, FYI. I'm not trying to <laughs> omit anyone here, so. Uh, some other interesting stuff about the state of Wisconsin. The Onion. Yes, the magazine. Arguably the most famous news satire organization Mm -hmm. was started by two University of Wisconsin-Madison students. That's right. Yep. Back in 1988, Tim Keck and Christopher Johnson. Mm -hmm. It used to be just a publication, like a a paper. Yeah, newspaper. What's paper? Right. The largest woolly mammoth ever excavated was found in Kenosha, and a replica can be viewed at the Milwaukee Public Museum. You know that? Mm-hmm. This one, I, I always find this one funny. I've seen it before. 
Uh, if all of the hunters on opening day of deer season ah. in Wisconsin were grouped together, yeah. they would compromise the sixth largest army in the world. Plus sixth. Oof. That's how many guys and gals are going out there in the woods with their blaze, guns. Please, please. Wisconsin is the only state to have the accordion as its state instrument. We were the only ones with polka as our official music. Or Somebody else jumped on board? Pennsylvania. Yeah. A bunch of bandwagoners. And late to the party. And uh, in 1919, Stephen J. Poplowski of Racine, Wisconsin, invented the blender shop. Huh. So maybe on National Wisconsin Day, to add to your beer brat and cheese mm-hmm. curd, go home and have a blended beverage. Central time zone. Largest stadium is Lambeau, of course. Do you know what our state animal is? Uh, the b- dairy cow. Badger. badger. Oh, the badger, duh. Sorry. Badger state. state beverage? Milk. State bird? Robin. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. State dog? State dog? Uh, boy, I don't know that. Dwight, wait, 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 wait. Probably a hunting dog of some kind. American water spaniel. There you go. State flower? Violet. Wood violet. Wood violet. Whoa, nerd. What's up, nerd? (laughs) State insect. Mosquito. Honeybee. (laughs) State fruit. Nice try, Sean. Apple. That's next door, isn't it? State. Oh, it's got to be cranberries. Ding! Oh, make all the Shaw, yeah, here. we make all the cranberries. We state make them. We girl. make them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody does. What's the state motto? On Wisconsin? Forward. Or forward, that's right. Yep. What is going... Did you? Did your kid just have to pass a test or no, something? I How re- do you remember all this dork? I don't know. I made... Back in, like, fifth grade, you had to make the map and do all the things. And for some reason, that's state, stuck. State pastry. Oh, I know this one. Cream puff. No. No? It's the cream. Oh, oh it's the cringle. Mm-hmm. State rock. Oh boy, I don't know. State rock. Uh, red granite. Oh snap! Oh, we're doing this. We are not- <laughs> State tree. Uh, probably something that produces syrup, right? Is that maple? Maple tree? Sugar maple. Very nice. Okay. Man, you guys are dorking out over here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, some interesting stuff. Uh, about the state of Wisconsin on National Wisconsin Day. We obviously know about Harley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The homecoming in, in Milwaukee. All that stuff, right? Started in Wisconsin. Yeah. Speaking about some nerd stuff, a couple of weeks ago I was turned on to watching some videos of the fly-in in Oshkosh. Oh, sure. The EA, the EA. Where, where the, when that happens, because it's the largest by the way, experimental aviation event in the world. And when they have all those planes coming in mm-hmm. and they're trying to land everybody, Shaw, and oh. you can see them all on the radar, it is <laughs> something. something else, man. It is something else. Interesting facts about Wisconsin. There's plenty of other ones out there, by the way. Uh, I just kind of, you know, cliff notes. Also got a text from our friend Rob, who is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan and went to the parade. Oh, Remember we heard from him yesterday? Yes. What did he say? Uh, well, first of all, obviously he's, he's okay. safe because he texted in. And uh, he said Kelsey was trashed. We were playing mm-hmm. the audio earlier of him singing Friends in Low Places. 
He said, it was an amazing, fun time before all the BS, crazy being around a million people. I asked him where he was, if he was anywhere near it when it went down, and he said, not when it happened. He said, we left less than 10 minutes before it happened, but where we spent most of the day was on a hill right above where it occurred, maybe 100 yards away. So, Rob, I'm very glad to hear that you're safe. Um, Just awful tragedy. What's the latest on that, Sean? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration has become the latest backdrop for a mass shooting as gunfire sent fans scrambling for cover, leaving 21 people wounded and one woman dead. At least eight children were among those who were shot. The shooting outside the city's historic Union Station happened despite the presence of more than 800 police officers who were on hand for the parade. Police say three people were arrested and weapons were recovered, but no details of been given about those who were detained or any possible motive. Leaders of the Wisconsin Democratic Party called Donald Trump unfit to serve again as president as they react to his support of Russian activities in Europe. The party organized a video call yesterday to criticize Trump's positions on Russia. Wisconsin Secretary of State Sarah Godlewski commented that her family came to America from Poland to escape Soviet rule. I'm lucky because my great-grandfather immigrated from Poland after fighting against this authoritative Soviet regime. Also speaking at the video conference was Rose Gottemuller, who served as a deputy secretary general with NATO. She said soldiers from the U.S. and other countries could be put in danger because of Trump's comments about Russia. Another private U.S. company is taking a shot at the moon, launching a month after a rival's lunar lander missed its mark. SpaceX's Falcon rocket blasted off in the wee hours this morning from Florida's Kennedy Space Center. It sent Intuitive Machines' lunar lander on its way to the moon, a quick one-week trip that should result in a touchdown attempt next week. If successful, it would be the first U.S. moon landing in more than 50 years. It's officially baseball season again. Pitchers and catchers for the Milwaukee Brewers will have their first spring training workout today. They arrived in Arizona yesterday with the rest of the team due to arrive by Monday. The first full squad workout is Tuesday and the first spring training game will be next Saturday against the Padres. The Brewers will start the regular season on March 28th with their home opener on April 2nd. Looking forward to that bus trip being online. WiscoTrips.com We've had uh, people asking. Heard it's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, We've got opening day bus trips from both La Crosse and Eau Claire to go to Miller Park and see the Brewers. What's that, April 4th? Second, I believe. Second? Second. Yeah, they open the season on the road on the 28th of March. We're going to get some February baseball at some point, man, if Major League Baseball gets its way. Well, they're... (laughs) I mean, they're reporting, they're practicing, they're getting ready for the season. Excited, though. Keep checking WiscoTrips.com for more info on all of our bus trips, including those Brew Crew home opening bus trips that we'll be taking from both Lacrosse and Eau Claire. Speaking of things from Wisconsin, seemed appropriate maybe play some music okay. from a band that is from Wisconsin. Okay. I don't know if I can narrow it. I'm not going to be able to narrow it down. What are you doing here? Well, you know that your favorite, the Bodines, are from Wisconsin. I didn't know that. But I'm not playing the Bodines. Violent Femmes, another famous rock band from... This is Pat McCurdy. It's not Pat McCurdy. He is also very famous. Probably more famous than the Bodines and the Violent Femmes put together. Uh-huh. Is legendary Pat McCurdy. But also no, this, from Wisconsin. This band is uh, also from Wisconsin. Had a pretty good run, successful run in the uh, late 90s, maybe early 2000s. I'm only happy when it rains. 
garbage. Rock mornings on 95.7 The Rock. Garbage, only happy when it rains on National Wisconsin Day. Celebrate all things Wisconsin by eating some brats and drinking some beers, maybe some cheese curds, wear a funny hat made out of foam, which actually got its start with the Brewers, not the Packers. Cheese head? Yeah, did you know that? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. I think it was a former Brewer player who was, like, wearing one in the dugout, and that's how it got popular. Now, of course, it's massive. Get anywhere. Yeah. But a lot of people obviously associate it more with the Packers than the Brewers, but it apparently got its start with the Brew Crew. Got a text from Doc. We were talking about stuff that's on TV tonight. He said the duels at Daytona tonight at 6 on FS1. Of course, because it's the big weekend. Yeah, we had qualifying last uh, night, I believe, and the duels are tonight, 6 p.m. on FS1. Thank you very much. Thanks. Doc, our friend from the U.K., Kieran, they're ahead. When he was texting us or sending us messages on online on Facebook, us, uh, he said it just got done with lunch at 12.50. So they're about five hours ahead of us. Brenda said the same thing. She texted in and said, they're in the future. Also got a text from someone who said that Skillet is from Kenosha. Oh, fun. This is fun, this Wisconsin facts. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Also got a text from Michael down in Camp Lejeune. Said, I've taken... You guys with me to job sites in Texas, New Mexico, Arkansas, North Carolina, and, of course, all the way back home in Wisconsin. Keep rocking. I'll keep listening. Prestige worldwide. Love hearing from you. Love Oak, it. Thank you. and hose. Yeah, thanks. Get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. We'll hear from Sublime next. More of your rock Wait, mornings no. coming up in just a bit. Megan the Stallion, mm-hmm. 29. Is she a WAP girl? WAP? Is it WAP? WAP. WAP? Me- Megan the Stallion? It's her and Cardi B, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that how it goes? I don't I don't think so. All right. Well, she's 29. Happy Megan the Stallion. Happy birthday. Big butt. Brooks Wackerman, 47. He's the uh, drummer for Avenged Sevenfold. Lead singer of Incubus is 48, Brandon Boyd. They are going to be at the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois on August 24th. And they're playing the entire Morning View album front to back on this little mini tour that they're going on. And your boy just hit big on a spooky spin. And you love you some Incubus. And I'm thinking maybe that's, that's like a week after Metallica. You can do it. Put your back into it. You can do it. We'll see. I, we got to sit down and we got a trip going out east and all this. You know, like got to figure it all out. I mean, the calendar. Uh, Alex Borstein, 53. She, of course, is Lois Griffin on The Family Guy. It seems today ha. that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. Also, the manager on The Marvelous Miss Maisel, right? She plays the manager for the uh, comedian, uh, Susie. She's so funny. You watched that, right? I did. Do it's yes, good. yes. She's hilarious. Hilarious. Turning sixty-nine years young today, the one and only 
Christopher McDonald. Do you know who that is? Do I? Oh, you know who it is. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no. No. Christopher McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin. 69. Creator of The Simpsons. And Futurama, Matt Groening, 70 years old today. And it's still empty. How am I going to sell this crap? Yep, it's been on for... Ever. Ever. Yes. And it's going to be on forever. <laughs> uh, Jane Seymour is 73 years old today. Mrs. Clear, I don't... Call me Cat. Okay, Cat. Call me Kitty Cat. Okay, kitty cat, this feels borderline inappropriate. Feel them. What? I said feel them. This is Cleary. Kitty cat. Meow. <laughs> Jane Seymour, 73. Kitty cat. And uh, would have been 60 today, but he OD'd on a speedball back in 1997. Wisconsin's own Chris Farley. Richard. Is this your coat? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Farley, born on this day, 1964. Also on this day, February 15th, 1950. Disney's Cinderella opened in theaters. It cost $3 million to make, and Walt put up half the money himself. And if it didn't succeed, there wouldn't be Disney. Yeah, you can't have Disney. Put it all Cinderella. on this horse. Yeah. 74 years ago today, Cinderella in theaters. You got a favorite Disney movie? Out of the uh, classics, maybe? Uh, we, uh, well, we were just talking because they're making, you know, the sequels to oh, yeah. Moana, Moana and oh, yeah. all that. So it's rough. 53 years ago today, 1971, Simon and Garfunkel releasing their fifth and final studio album entitled Bridge Over Troubled Water. can't do it right now no i, know. I got too it's much stuff going on in my life i can't no sorry can't simon it. it's beautiful i love it but not today 1975 49 years ago rush dropping their second album fly by night featuring the title track also a song inspired by the lord of the rings called rivendell all those 70s bands man they just love them some lord of the rings they, they sure did hell yeah they did 1985. 39 years ago today, perhaps one of the greatest films of all time made its way into movie theaters, starring Anthony Michael Hall, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, of course. Dear Mr. Vernon, The Breakfast Club. Uh, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain 
and an athlete and a basket case a princess and a criminal does that answer your question sincerely yours the breakfast club how did he do it how did he make such a great movie mm-hmm. oh love it speaking of great movies 22 years ago today in 2002 the original super troopers in theaters <laughs> how about that little fella Oh, that little guy. I wouldn't worry about that little guy. Don't look like a cat to you, boy. <laughs> Am I jumping around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree? No, no. <laughs> Am I drinking milk from a saucer? The snozberries taste like snozberries. Classic. He can't pull over you. He can't. There you go. Some pop culture stuff, some birthdays. Rock mornings. On air, <laughs> online, on the app. Did I see 50s early part of next week? 51 on Wednesday. <sighs> this is the weirdest. Isn't it? Warmest. And it's going to stay around there, right? For a couple of days. Not just I haven't like... seen the forecast beyond Wednesday, but uh, yeah, 49 on Tuesday, 51 on Wednesday, so... Not just a one-off. Right. Chilly the next couple of days. We're looking at a high of about 30 tomorrow. But, yeah, I saw next week it looks like back towards the 50s. Take that, Shaw. You bet. What do you got planned this weekend? You doing anything? You going anywhere? <laughs> it's funny you ask. Uh, plan was to go to Chicago uh, and meet our daughter there. Mary and I were going to take the train. And Hannah and I were going to go to a show. I uh, just found out that show has been postponed. No way, really? Because of an illness among a member of the band. And so it's been rescheduled. So now I'm trying to figure out what am I going to do with these train tickets and the hotel that I have booked in Chicago. Well, go, no. go to Chicago. I we might, yeah. I'm going to see if I can have reschedule. a good time. I might. I might just go anyway. What's wrong with just going? No, you, is Hannah, you could still meet Hannah there, right? Well, I don't know if she'll go, though, if there's no show. Oh, but. okay. What's the, what was the show? Widespread? Yeah. Good Lord. You hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Go and eat some good Chicago pizza and... Yeah. And- well, the show's scheduled for just a couple of weeks. So go we're to the Shedd be- Aquarium? We might. I don't know. We haven't, I haven't talked to Mary about it yet, so... Was it Barstools and Bacon? <laughs> Something like that. I think it's Ribs and Whiskey you're thinking of. Ribs and Whiskey? Mm-hmm. Choo-choo! <laughs> Mr. Charlie told me so. Same band, right? No. Similar. Is there a groove that they put on and you just lose it? Like, because... I have, I'm a huge Metallica fan, yeah. right? I've seen them over 60 times in my life. I'm going to see them again in August. I'm very excited. But they don't always play the songs that I personally want to hear. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they play a lot of songs, and I'm very happy with the, the shows for the most part. But occasionally there are songs that I, I really want to hear, and they never yeah. play them. And so occasionally, like, if they do bust one out, I, I more than I already am excited, I lose it. I go top-notch <laughs> excitement level. Is that something that happens with a widespread song? Well, they've been around since about 1989, and they have never repeated a set list in their history. So it's a bunch, you know, you don't ever know what you're going to hear. Yeah, surprise. It's not a greatest hits kind of thing. They have hits? No, Uh, not really. (laughs) They have jams. They They have jams. 20-minute jams. So the show is rescheduled in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, March first. I think. What theater? All right. Well, then Chicago I, theater. Then I could see you trying to rearrange because I thought it was one of these things where like six months, nine no, months down no, the road, just but a few weeks it, away. 
Is it the COVID? Did the COVID get I, I don't know. They haven't said just an unspecified and unexpected illness. COVID got me. Yeah, it's going around, Shaw. People yeah, are yeah, getting well, I'm I sorry. So many people were sick. I'm sorry your plans got dashed. It's okay. Thank you, though. Although, if you go to the shed, you can see the belugas. Have you ever seen them there? It's been a long time since I've been to the shed aquarium. They are. They have a large population, which is really cool. cool. Chicago is the spot where I want to avoid most of all when we're traveling out east. <laughs> Just because, obviously, the traffic and trying to get, oh, you know, it's go a through. Yeah, it's a nightmare. That's why no we're matter, taking a train. No matter what time of day, it's, yeah. So, But we're going to stop at, uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, we got about an hour scheduled to see the... Really fast tour. Right. The ball, not even a tour. Just going to get out of the car, go look at the football field. Wow. Take a picture and get back in the car and get the hell out of town. Uh, but then we're going to stay two nights in Cleveland. Uh, we're going to stay at the Christmas Story House, which I'm very excited about. Spent a lot of money on that, by the way. Do you know about the Christmas Story House? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the people who bought it turned it into a living museum, essentially, and you can stay there and you get the whole house. You can stay in any room, right? It's not just like a special room that they made up in the back. Stay away from that boiler in the basement. But uh, that's, I'm, I'm actually interested to see if you can get down there. I, uh, uh, but they also bought the property next door and turned it into the Bumpus House. Uh, even though you don't see it in the film, Shaw, it exists, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you can stay in the Bumpus House as well. And it's much, much more affordable. <laughs> but I told my wife, <laughs> I said, splurged. I said, look, once in a lifetime type thing, sure. we'll stay here. We're going to go to the Rock and Roll Hall oh, of Fame. I was hoping that you were going to do oh, that. Oh, that was the reason why we were going to Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. um, and staying there. And then uh, my wife really wanted to book... Uh, like an Airbnb in Salem, Massachusetts. You know, the witch, yeah, witches yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, growing up there, I, I I sort of have a love-hate relationship with Salem. Everybody wants to go. It's sort of like New Orleans and Louisiana, uh, you know, with Mardi Gras. Like, all the witch people. All Hall- the- Halloween's a big deal, but it's very touristy, and it's just kind of nauseating mm-hmm. as, a, as a local. As, not that I grew up in Salem, but you go there, and you see it once, and, uh, okay, that's enough. Going off-season is better because there's still stuff there and you can go and do tours and you can read in about witches and go in the shops and all that stuff but there's just not that As crazy many. vibe that's going on so we got a my wife booked an airbnb or something at this place and it it's it's it they do a good job selling it because they talk about how it's got all these quirks and everything i'm always like it's haunted it's haunted <laughs> she's hoping for some kind of ghost encounter i think so what do you got going on so you going anywhere you you just staying home uh this weekend yeah. or like in general well we're going to alabama and at the end of uh march into the beginning of april so you're getting ready for that sort of that's a month from now i was yeah. talking about this weekend dingus oh no i'm not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> recovery what are you doing this weekend well we're going to alabama uh, in march oh i thought no uh um, want to go to chicago i've got train tickets and a hotel <laughs> reservation i'm recovering thanks all right all right <laughs> uh bad news happy music coming up what do we got Uh, An Eau Claire business owner accused of sexual assault will face additional charges after two more potential victims were discovered. Chris Delvin, owner of a non-surgical cosmetics center in Eau Claire, is accused of touching patients inappropriately, taking non-consensual photos, and exposing himself during appointments. The first charges were filed after police spoke with four victims. Additional charges came after a fifth victim spoke with police, and police say there's also photographic evidence of a potential sixth victim. Delvin will be in court again in March.
A Minnesota brewery is going viral after one of its workers was literally blown away by its product. The video by Spring Park-based Back Channel Brewing shows one of the workers standing near a brewery container before the beer shoots out and with the force of it knocking him to the ground. He was able to get back on his feet. Yeah, rushed back to the container to try to close the leak. The video doesn't show how the incident concluded, but the worker is reportedly okay. There hasn't been much sledding in La Crosse this winter due to a shortage of snow, but the City Park Department is making plans for future snowy seasons at its February meeting tonight. The Park Board will look at a plan for a little free sled library. Similar to those little library boxes where people can exchange books, a sled oh, library never heard of them. would be a place where you could borrow a sled or leave sleds for others to use. Luth and Forest Hills Parks already have started these sled exchanges. The ORA Trails Group wants to add a sled library at Bluffview Park, which would be put in place after the first substantial snowfall in La Crosse. The sleds would be put back in storage by the second week of March. You know exactly what's going to happen with that. Somebody's going to steal them? Well, like the bike things, right? Remember they had all those bike stations where people mm-hmm. could fix their bike, and some people were, like, ripping those things apart as soon as the new one I love the up. concept. Oh, the yeah. concept's great, but mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I do. a bunch of criminals around here mm-hmm. trying to trade in sleds at the no. pawn shop or something. <laughs> did you, speaking of little library, did you see in Chicago, did you see someone's running around Chicago cutting them down? No. Yeah. They, they got, got a, they, a little free they library. They got a crime spree. Someone's cutting them all down, yeah, the little free libraries. I, I put my address <laughs> on the comment section hoping the guy reads the story and comes to my house. and takes Cut yours down. Yeah, take the books with you, too, because they sure as hell ain't going anywhere right moving. now. They're no. not moving. <laughs> no. We don't even have any snow in our front yard anymore. There's no more excuses. Take the books. Sick of it. Do those really work? Do people take books from no. little libraries? No. No you one, one, no one takes any books. I made a huge error in judgment. It's big it mistake. It was your idea to build it so you would could get rid of all of the books that your wife had. I knew it was going to be slow. It was going to be incremental, right? It was going to be a book or two at a time. But now nothing Never is right. leaving the house. Nothing. nothing. Nothing leaves the library. Is that what you're trying to say? The nice thing is that because it's so packed full of books, no one else can put books in it. <laughs> we have gone out. I have come home and seen books piled up on the ground next to it. Bunch of my loser ass friends think it's funny. Try to get rid yes. of their books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rock mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. That is Daughtry, artificial. Lacrosse Center on April second with Breaking Benjamin and Catch Your Breath. Tickets online at Ticketmaster.com. You can get them at the Lacrosse Center box office. We're working on a bus trip from Eau Claire to come down and party with us at the center for yeah, our it's kind of a big show. Our big show, yeah. Breaking Benjamin, Daughtry, and Catch Your Breath on Tuesday, April 2nd. Can't wait. The friggin' sports! Brought to you by the sport of the future. Is this pickleball? Nope. Try again. The sport of the future. Is it, uh, is it, uh, virtual? Nope. It's in person. I don't know then. Do I know? Cornhole. What? Already the sport. But it's the sport of the future because kids are now getting athletic scholarships. To play cornhole? First time ever. Two kids from Colorado awarded the first ever athletic scholarships to play Division I cornhole. A game you play in the parking lot at Miller Park. Yeah. Lambeau Field. In the alley. Alley. Alley property. Barbecue. Alley property, bitch. Yeah. 
taking my rhubarb. Uh, their names are Jackson Remick and Gavin Haman or Hammond. Uh, they went to Thunder Ridge High School near Denver, which apparently has a very strong cornhole program. <laughs> that sounds weird. They won the first ever high school championship back in 2021. And then they won the second one a year later. So they're they're, they're pretty really good. They're really good at cornhole. On National Signing Day last week, when you see the... Oh, come, really? Kids making the yeah, decision yeah, what school, the hat, the, the jersey, jerseys, mom, and yes. the table and the whole thing. And they, yeah. Yeah. They signed letters of intent to play D1 cornhole for Winthrop University in South Carolina. The school hasn't said how much the scholarship is for, but it's not a full ride. So they are going to have to pay. Apparently, cornhole is not putting food on the table. <laughs> Uh, their new coach at Winthrop thinks full-ride scholarships for Cornhole could eventually happen, however. I'm shocked. I mean, as everybody is, it's it's crazy. It's groundbreaking. It's new. It's making history. I never, never could have thought that me playing just a fun side hustle would lead to um, college or going to a national level and playing. This is something that is now going to give kids an opportunity to, to get scholarships, potential full rides eventually. And there are so many kids that want to make this their career and I think this is the gateway to make that happen. Groundbreaking. (laughs) Jackson and Gavin along with their new head coach Dusty Thompson talking about their opportunities to play cornhole and take it to the next level. First ever athletic scholarships to play Division 1 cornhole. I suppose. Good for them. Congratulations. I wish they they offered that in jarts when I was a kid. (laughs) I would have signed up for that. You know me, I'll jart the hell out of you. Old school. Metal tips, baby. I do know that. I do know that. You can get a a scholarship on ladder golf? (laughs) As long as there's no power lines in the backyard, we got to figure that situation out. They got hung up on there? Every single year. Every year. (laughs) Wow, somebody's really throwing them high. They're not. They're actually pretty low. They're maybe 15 feet. Oh, I see. Just, so they know. on the, I, and then they have a couple beers and then, oh, yeah. and then get yeah. out of the ladder. Well, and you want height because you want the ladder golf, the the testes or whatever you yeah, call the, them, yeah, to land over the and top of the yeah. as a, you know as opposed to the line drive where it just glances, it bounces off of the the ladder. You You're know? the one that puts them up there. I've uh, I've, I've I've done a few. Uh, mostly it was Tullius. Okay. He stinks at ladder golf. I love him to death can't put on suntan lotion to save his life and he also cannot play ladder golf <laughs> rock mornings with brian and gene we'll get to stained and bad news happy music in a bit rock mornings only on 95.7 the rock we're about to enter a beautiful Cockroach living in your nostril. Now that's just nasty. Add in some. Evan pooped for 30 days. Poop is raining from the ceilings. Poop. And sprinkle in some hashtag Florida man for flavor. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man quits his Burger King job, steals all of their chicken nuggets. It's bad news. Bad news. With happy music. Let's rock. By the way, we just heard from Stained, and it <laughs> triggered something. 
We had Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart in studio last week, Sean. Yeah, remember her? He was great. And his very colorful jacket. Cedric mm-hmm. geeked out. I know. Big time. Uh, I'm he- not going to tell his story for him. I'm just going to say that if you run into Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart somewhere in the next couple of weeks, months, maybe even year, ask him to tell you about the time he watched Aaron Lewis. He just recently saw him yeah, in they concert. Were, well, I think he was doing something at a place where Aaron Lewis was also doing something. And so Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart told us a story about how it all went down, and it was extremely funny, <laughs> uh, by the way. So if you get a chance and you run into Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart, which who knows, right? <laughs> ask him about his in, his interaction. He didn't interact he, with Aaron, but he was there. And ask him about his Aaron Lewis story. He wants no conflicts. So let's just say that. <laughs> it's very. He wants to avoid all conflicts, Shaw. Bad news, happy music. What do we got? Well, it was an inside job, and they must have known they'd get caught someday. In Washington, D.C., three men are facing charges for working together to repeatedly rob a Walgreens store. The same one? Including the store's manager. God, what are you doing? Right? Uh, Police um, uh, announced the arrest of three men. They say conspired to rob the same Walgreens store at least once a month, every month, since July of last year. It was hit six times in six months. Police say a seventh attempted robbery uh, earlier this month uh, led to the arrest of 24-year-old Kamanye Williams. Me again. Right? Uh, You're making it so easy for the officers. They don't even have to do any work. It's an open and shut case, In every robbery, this guy entered the storeroom, waited for employees to open a secure door, and once that was open, then he would point a gun at the victims and demand money from the safe. Then he would run away. He's accused of doing this once a month. We can't seem to figure it out. Can't put our finger on what's happening here. Detectives connected the armed robbery to the store's manager and his nephew. Both have since been arrested and charged with conspiracy. How much did they get away with over the course of doesn't, six, seven months? It doesn't say how much cash they The got. Walgreens, right? The Walgreens store. Can't be that much, yeah. right? Uh. I mean, six times it's going to add up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the plan. And then run away. Right. <laughs> Me and Jim will open the door. Mm-hmm. You come in with the gun. Right. We'll give you the money, and then, and then you Jim run away. And, and then you run away. Mm-hmm. Again? We'll conflicting this is happening reports. again? Yeah. The cops must have noticed the pattern there. Oh, yeah. A uh, coyote that a hiker in Rhode Island killed with his bare hands. Oh, wow. Has tested positive for rabies. (gasps) Went after him? Yeah, the hiker was attacked on Friday and bitten on the leg while walking in the woods. The hiker was able to pin the coyote down by its neck, killing it by cutting off its hair supply. The same coyote is believed to have attacked a dog walker the day before. It's unusual for a coyote to attack a human under normal circumstances, and they have confirmed the rabies infection. So this person's got to go get the shots? shots, Wow, that person strangled out a coyote in the woods after getting bit. What else do you do? I don't know. Just lay there in pain and Run. call for know. help. I don't know. Like chase it I'm down. I'm not sure my first instinct it. would be to grab it by the throat. Although it turns out it was a good no, response. No, it was but. very good. I just mm-hmm. I, that took some guts. Video footage that well, it shows what kind of man amazing. you are, Shaw. Right. Yeah, exactly. Your first instinct is to choke out a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> with my you you call yourself a man. Bit me with his you rabbit call mouth. yourself a man. Right. I'm not sure what was going on here, but in California, a naked hiker who was lost in the hills, had to be rescued by firefighters. On Los purpose? Angeles. 
pardon? Naked on purpose? It doesn't say why, but I'm assuming. Los Angeles Fire Department first heard about the lost hiker uh, after a few people started calling to report someone yelling for help. Firefighters say the man had been missing for several hours. By the time that they got there, a helicopter crew found the distressed man naked and sitting in the bush. After lowering a rescue uh, rope to the man, they, they hoisted him to safety. It's not clear what was going on with this guy, why he was naked in the woods. He suffered only minor injuries. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yep, right over there. Mm. Yeah, he's sitting in the bush. There he is. Uh, It's hard to imagine a criminal thinking this would be a good idea. 26-year-old guy in Michigan broke into a county jail with a knife and then began to break into an ATM in the lobby area. Corrections deputies saw him, called the police when they noticed he had a knife. It's unclear if the knife was meant to intimidate people or if he was using it to somehow cut into the machine or something. Well, in any event, they trapped him inside by locking the exterior doors electronically, which was possible because it's a jail. Cops arrested him. He was escorted to the jail, which was just down the hallway. Does he not know that ATMs exist elsewhere? Right. (laughs) That they're in other parts of the... Uh The downtown area. You know how hard it is to try and break into an ATM? Oh, man. Come on. Uh, Domino's Pizza of Japan has released a public apology on its official social media accounts after a video of a man, an employee, Uh picking his nose and wiping his finger on pizza dough went viral. In the post, Domino's apologizes for any discomfort or inconvenience the disturbing video caused to our customers. The apology was released after the 15-second video showed a man picking his nose with his index finger of his gloved hand and then proceeding to wipe it on the pizza dough. Footage of the prank went viral, and uh, that garnered plenty of criticism. According to Domino's, the video was filmed by a part-time employee. Uh, The pizza dough in the footage, they say, was not used in any product. It was later thrown out. The pizza chain... uh, suspended its operations for the day and fired both of the employees involved. Yeah, and you got to throw away all that product in there because right? you don't know where the boogers are now. No. You start fresh. That from, wasn't his from, first from boogering. Right. Oh, no. Was it a big loogie? <laughs> no, don't, 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 Was it the crusty ones, Sean? Okay, move on, Was it one of the real gooey loogie ones? Onward, soldier. A New York man who had snakes in his pants to try to smuggle them across the U.S.-Canada border was sentenced yesterday. How many? Uh, Three. Calvin Batista admitted he had three Burmese pythons in his pants when he rode a bus across the border. Uh, Customs officers discovered the snakes that were concealed in bags attached to his pants near his inner thigh. Were they, like, drugged? I don't know. Not sure. Or how big they were. Uh, This guy, they say, did not get the required permits to import the snakes into the U.S. Uh, He was sentenced to a year of probation and fined $5,000. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking... Yeah, well, speaking of planes, we've had lots of stories about bad behavior on airplanes. The woman who said he wasn't real, the woman who squatted to pee in the aisle, the fistfights, the drunkenness, but this may be the worst. An hour into a Delta flight from Amsterdam to Detroit, the plane had to turn around after maggots fell from an overhead cabin onto passengers. The Delta flight... Uh, returned to the airport after a suitcase that contained rotten fish located in the overhead bin broke open and maggots began to fall on the unsuspecting passengers. Once the airplane landed, passengers left the cabin. It was cleaned and the suitcase involved was put in a bag to be burned. 
The staff of Delta identified the owner of the rotting suitcase and detained them on the plane after all of the other passengers left. It's not clear if the suitcase owner was fined or if any action was taken against him. No fly list is where that person belongs, Shaw. Never again am I getting on a plane. In other news, you can apparently smuggle a maggot-filled rotten fish wrapped in newspaper onto an airplane. Uh, The website says uh, for the airline, edible perishable items are allowed on board as part of your carry-on baggage, provided there's no violation of agricultural restrictions for the destination country. Delta is not responsible for any perishable item that spoils or goes bad while in transit. Uh, This was already bad. That sounds... uh, Maggots falling from the overhead bin. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That might... Might be the worst. It's getting there. It's getting there. I don't know, the, the diarrhea person was, yeah. uh, was pretty bad. That was bad. Contain them, at least. Less. I mean, they're gross, but they're, you know, I mean. And only right there. It's not like they spread everywhere on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news, happy music. Talk to you tomorrow, Shaw. Yep. Thank you, I think. Boy, that was really bad. Mm-hmm. Seriously, video of that guy with the coyote in the woods. Look at the size of the maggots on that meat. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Did you watch the video? No. Oh, okay. no. I'm, I don't think there is one. Oh, I'm just oh, saying, oh. can you imagine if there was? Oh, yeah. Choking out a coyote. <laughs> What'd you do last night? Well, you're not going to believe it. You're really not. <laughs> you see, there was this guy. Right. I drug it home. Yeah. Right here. Rock mornings. Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Call. Hello. Email. I tried emailing you. Text. So many ways to check in with us. Check, check. We rely on you guys for traffic updates, requests, and all sorts of other stuff. Check this out. Bless you. Thank you. Oof. Snuck up on me. We got a really nice text from someone. I don't know who they are. They didn't leave their name. But in this day and age where there's a ton of negativity, it's always nice to occasionally get a compliment. Just kind of from out of the blue. Positive vibes? That's what this is? Positive vibe Thursday? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. But it was the first thing I saw this morning when I got in, and uh, life has been handing me a a poop sandwich recently. So this was a a really nice way to kick off my day. Um, An unnamed texter. So thank you for your morning show. I just started a new job and have a commute now, and you all keep it entertaining. From Fettuccine Alfredo to National Poop Day, I got a laugh in. I've gotten so sick of listening to the same songs on classic stations and to the top hits that are unbearable. Your show and station has introduced me to fun new music I've been needing. Aw. I love that. Isn't that nice? First thing I saw this morning. That starts your day out good. Yeah. That does. Uh, Maggie down in Prairie du Chien was very happy to hear the original Thursday song, the original version from Scrady. So was uh, Brandon. He said, I sure do miss Scrady and his shenanigans. I was going back through our YouTube channel looking at our videos from all the stuff that we did, the Fat Guy 40 and all the other things. Yeah. Remember when people worked here? (laughs) You could do stuff. Uh, Mike down in Camp Lejeune said he's taking the station with him wherever he goes. Job sites in Texas, New Mexico, Arkansas, North Carolina. Also, of course, back home in Wisconsin. So keep rocking. I'll keep listening. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Well, we had a listener in the UK 
get in touch with us on Facebook this morning. So Facebook, there's email, there's oh, yeah. texting, yep. there's all all the ways to get in touch with us. All of the ways to get in touch with us at rockmornings.com if you want to find out. Uh, Brenda let us know that the UK is ahead of us in time. We found out from Kieran that it's about five hours in front of us. Give me them lottery numbers, will you? Doc, text it in. Let us know the duels at Daytona are tonight at 6 p.m. on FS1. Happy to hear from our friend Rob, who was in Kansas City for the parade yesterday, but obviously not a victim of the shooting, but uh, was close to it and then left the area before the shooting occurred and obviously could have turned out worse. But Thank you for checking in and letting us know you're safe. Chad texted in and said, Coyotes, boogers, and maggots. Oh, my. Pretty interesting bad news with happy music segment. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. Sean keeps that stuff for the the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Thanks for all the correspondence. Good to hear from you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.